This is a bonus episode of Decoding Fox News, and I'm your host, Juliette Jeske. Each week, I watch and analyze 15 hours of Fox News and then break it down. I watch all the Fox News you'd never want to. Okay, what is it this week? I don't, this is bonus, so you know what it is. If you were breathing, if you have a pulse, you probably know what happened. Here's the clip. We have some news from within our Fox family. Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have mutually agreed to part ways. Tucker's last show was this past Friday. And starting tonight, Fox News Tonight will air live at 8 p.m. Eastern. It will be an interim show with rotating Fox News personalities until a new host is named. We want to thank Tucker Carlson for his service to the network as a host and prior to that as a long-term contributor. Okay, the voice that you just heard was Harris Faulkner. She has a show midday on Fox News, which is why she got to make this announcement. Here's the headline. Fox News fired Tucker Carlson and the world is a better place. An overview of the firing along with some highlights of Tucker Carlson's time on Fox News. Last week, immediately after the news hit that Fox News settled, a defamation lawsuit with Dominion Voting Systems for $787.5 million. Several of my followers asked me if I thought Tucker Carlson would get fired. I replied that he was probably the last person that Fox would terminate since his show had the second highest ratings on the network. In the legal briefs, from the Dominion lawsuit that were released to the public, it appeared that Fox News seemed more concerned about ratings and income than anything else. I admit openly that in this case, I was dead wrong. (laughs) I'm not dead wrong about Fox caring a lot about ratings and income, but in in the case of Tucker Carlson, I was dead wrong. Monday morning, Tucker Carlson found out he was fired from Fox News approximately 10 minutes before it was announced on air. On his show last Friday, he signed off as he would be returning the following week. As if he would be returning the following week. His final words were, we'll be back on Monday. According to reporting by the New York Times, the decision to sever ties with Carlson was made by Lachlan Murdoch, the chief executive officer of Fox Corporation and the son of its co-founder, Rupert Murdoch, along with Suzanne Scott, the chief executive of the network. So far, there's nothing specific that points to exactly why Fox got rid of its second highest ratings draw. Some have speculated that it might have something to do with a lawsuit filed by a former news producer, Abby Grossberg, who claimed the workplace was misogynistic and discriminatory towards Jewish people. According to reporting by the Los Angeles Times, sources have said that Rupert Murdoch thought Carlson had gone too far with his conspiratorial coverage of the January 6th riot. Now, after Speaker, I don't know, I'm just speculating, but after Speaker McCarthy handed Carlson over 41,000 hours of previously unreleased surveillance footage from the riot, the Fox host only managed to showcase 10 and a half minutes a fairly dull coverage that didn't show much of anything. Now, 
I know I'm a few minutes into this, but if you're new to the podcast, I have something called the newsletter, which is a written version of this podcast that I include because it has all the hyperlinks that you could possibly want that will take you to every single source. And there's a in in this particular podcast podcast newsletter, I should say, every single paragraph has a hyperlink. I have links to everything here, so you can find all the sources and double-check all my work if you want. I also included a link to the thread, the Twitter thread that I made that includes all of the footage from the January 6th um, uh, surveillance footage that Tucker Carlson tried to make into something that was really a big nothing burger. So, sorry for that tangent. So on Sunday, 60 Minutes featured a segment about a January 6th rioter named Ray Epps, who said his life has basically been ruined by Tucker Carlson's relentless promotion of various conspiracy theories about his involvement at the... So Epps basically said during the segment, he, meaning Tucker Carlson, is obsessed with me. He's going to any means possible to destroy my life and our lives. So that was during the 60-minute segment, which uh, in the full segment, it's revealed that Epps has sold his ranch he basically lives in a like an RV, and he and his wife move around so people don't detect them because they've been harassed that much. So there was also a number of embarrassing text messages and emails written by Tucker Carlson that were released as part of Discovery in the Dominion lawsuit. In the correspondence, Carlson said former President Donald J. Trump was a demonic force and that he hated him passionately. By firing Carlson, the network will lose a lot of revenue. Tucker Carlson tonight brought in roughly $77.5 million in advertising revenue last year, according to Vivex, a research firm. And I got that from the New York Times as well. In 2016, the network paid out several enormous settlements in sexual harassment cases brought by female employees. Fox is facing another defamation lawsuit by Smartmatic for $2.7 billion. Carlson's expulsion might be due to simple accounting. Even though his show generated a lot of income for the network, it could also cost more than it's worth in legal fees and settlements. Tucker Carlson peddled in the most divisive and hateful conspiracy theories. He promoted white supremacists and platformed neo-Nazis. He spread misleading stories to his audience and fed deep seated paranoia. The following, this is what we're going to go through, is a greatest hits of sorts of the content I captured and analyzed since I began this project in February of 2022. I fear Tucker Carlson will start his own media venture where he'll be even more emboldened to spread hate, fear, and bigotry. For now, he is silenced and the world is better for it. Now, before I get into the media clips, I should give a shout out to my sponsor. This project is made possible by the Town Knight Center for News Integrity at the Craig Newmark Graduate School of Journalism at CUNY. CUNY being City University of New York, and I am a graduate, not a student. Just wanted to get that out of the way because sometimes people think I'm a 25-year-old student, and I go, ha, 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 no. Anyway, this uh, project is also sponsored by listeners and readers. So if you'd like to become a sponsor, you can do so at my Substack. Uh, subscriptions are only $5 a month. 
You can also go to my Patreon and contribute that way if you'd like. Uh, both are greatly appreciated. I'm hoping, not quite there yet, to make this project 100% um, self-funded. So I will have the independence to do whatever I want and say whatever I want and show you and give you whatever you want. Uh, that is very important to me. I don't know if I'll make it. Uh, my grant ends in August, and this is an extension of my original grant. So any support you can do helps tremendously, and I'm just thrilled with how many people have already done so. I'm about to hit 4,000 subscribers. That's not paid. That's not paid. If they were paid, then, yeah, I'd be fine. Um, that's just 4,000 subscribers total on Substack. And that's tremendous for me. I had no idea I would ever get this big. So let's get to the first clip. Uh, you get The paid is a much, much, much smaller number. <laughs> Not even close. So, uh, but still, uh, thank you for helping. So here's the first clip. This is my favorite clip. Um, it's a little confusing because I wrote it all out and it's dialogue. So it goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, but a lot of people don't click on the media clips. They would rather read. So that's why I did it that way. In the newsletter. So this is, man, this mo this one was really fun. This was so much fun to make. This was Tucker Carlson attempting to mock John Stewart, who is a very popular comedian. And John Stewart was adv he was the I'll set it up. He was at the Capitol outside, and there was sort of a protest of sorts, and he was advocating for something called the Pact Act, which ended up becoming law, which helps veterans who've been exposed to toxic chemicals while they were deployed. Um, and it helps them pay for any sort of medical costs. It helps make it much, much easier for these veterans to get uh, their medical expenses paid for. Before the PACT Act, it was much more difficult. So here he is, and he's, he's very passionate, and he's yelling in the clips. And Tucker Carlson just makes this ridiculous pot shot at Jon Stewart. That's John Stewart. The famous John Stewart looks like a homeless mental patient. He's shrieking and disheveled and very short, really short, too short to date. Was he always that short? What happened? Where's he been the last seven years? So that's an absolutely bizarre comment by Tucker Carlson because um, he was trying to act like John Stewart like looked really old, but John Stewart is basically Tucker Carlson's age. There's a few years difference between the two of them. Also, too short to date? What? Okay, Tucker Carlson, do you want to date Jon Stewart? What's going on with that? Like, that's very bizarre. Um, Jon Stewart is happily married. Uh, Tucker Carlson is also happily married. So why are you talking about dating Jon Stewart? Bizarre. Jon Stewart has always been the same height, which is five foot seven, which is below average. But who cares? You know, like, honestly, who cares? So that was just crazy. And when that clip hit the internet... It kind of went on fire and all these people came out of the woodwork to defend Stewart because even if you don't like his comedy, even if you don't agree with his politics, he was standing up for a bill to help veterans. So that was kind of a universal thing. And then I thought, thought to myself, you know what this needs? This needs the crossfire. <laughs> this needs the crossfire clip. And the crossfire clip was an old um, appearance that Jon Stewart made on a show called Crossfire that Tucker Carlson was the co-host of. And after this appearance, I'm just going to play it. Uh, I had to 
cut it down to make it short enough for the podcast and for Twitter. But at one point he made a comment, Stuart makes a comment about bow ties to Tucker Carlson. And apparently soon after this aired, Tucker Carlson finally stopped wearing bow ties. That used to be his thing to wear this like bow tie instead of a straight tie. So this is a very truncated version of this exchange, but it's still hilarious. And John Stewart just lets Tucker Carlson and his co-host. If you know this, you're doing theater when you should be doing debate, which would be great. Well, do no, it's, it's, it's not, not honest. What you do is not honest. What you do is partisan honest. hackery. And I'll, and I'll tell you, you why I, I know it. You on your show and you sniff his throne and you're accusing us of partisan hackery? Absolutely. You're You've a, got to be kidding me. You're on CNN. Say. My, the show that leads into me is puppets making crank phone calls. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Well, I'm just saying there's no reason for you, when you have this marvelous opportunity not to be the guy's butt boy, to go ahead and be his butt boy. Yes. That no, is embarrassing. I was absolutely his butt boy. I was so far. You would not believe what he ate two weeks ago. You know, the interesting thing that I have is you have a responsibility to the public discourse. And you, you fail miserably. School, I think. You need to go to one. The, the thing that I want to say is when you have people on for just knee-jerk, reactionary talk. Wait, I thought you were going to be funny. Come on. Be funny. No, no I'm not going to be your monkey. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I watch your show every day. And it kills me. I can tell you love it's it. So, oh, it's so painful to watch. Um, you know, because we need what you do. This is such a great opportunity you have here to actually get politicians really off Stewart? of what their marketing anyway? and strategy. Yeah, it's someone who watches your show and cannot take it anymore. <laughs> I just can't. What's it like to have dinner with you? It must I'm be just... excruciating. Do you like lecture people like this? Or do you come over to their house and sit and lecture them? And, you know, they're not doing the right thing, that they're missing their opportunities, evading their responsibilities? If I think they are. Look! I wouldn't want to eat with you, man. That's horrible. I know, and you won't. But the thing we I did, want to we get did to... did promise naked pictures of the Supreme Yeah, we Court. did. No. Let's get to those. Why can't, in this book, why can't we just talk? Book. Please, I beg of you guys. I please. think you watched too much Crossfire. We're going to take a quick no, break. No, 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 Look, no. No, no, hold please. on. We've got, we've got commercials. Please. Next. Please John stop. Stewart in the rapid fire. Please Hopefully stop. Hopefully he'll be here. We hope. We think. Now, that clip is so perfect for so many reasons. The full clip is much longer. I think the clip might be about 10 minutes long uh, for the full segment and, and it builds and I kind of had to splice that together so you could get like a sense of what happened. So it, I highly recommend it. If you haven't seen it, you can look it up on YouTube. Just, you know, Google Tucker Carlson, John Stewart Crossfire, you'll find it. And that, the audio is not so great because it's like an older, probably a VHS tape. I, I, I would believe it's 2004, but I think it's actually perfect for this podcast because Right after, not immediately, but soon after that segment aired, the show was canceled. That's how powerful that that appearance was by Jon Stewart. Because nobody else had said that. Nobody else had just called the show out for being complete garbage. Because it was. It was just two people screaming at each other and it was very negative and everything that kind of Fox News has become. And supposedly this rift between Tucker Carlson and Jon Stewart never like got patched up. So when Tucker Carlson saw that Jon Stewart was getting attention in the media again, he just had to make a pot shot for no reason. Because it's like, you're talking about a man in his late 50s, you're in your like mid 50s, what, and you're calling him old and short and this is ridiculous. Uh, Tucker Carlson in general uh, likes to comment on people's appearance and their weight, which is odd because Tucker Carlson is not exactly you know, in peak physical form, and he's never been attractive. 
in my humble opinion. So I don't really get that. He's an average looking guy who, to me, this is just a weird pet peeve of mine. He has like a really deep tan in the winter, which I find suspect. And this is because I live in New York where we were all vampires. You know, we don't go out in the sun and we don't tan. We basically live like the walking dead. I'm making fun of myself, but it's true. I'm the color of chalk. But anyway, it's just odd that Tucker Carlson always does that. And I actually think John Carlson's a very handsome man. I've always thought he was much more handsome than Tucker Carlson. So it's very bizarre to me to be like, you're, wait, you're, you, 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 Mr. Prep School, sixth grade, creepy, I dress like a little boy with my floppy hair and my little, my little, you know, khakis that are a little bit too tight, my shoes with no socks and my stupid navy blazer. And I'm going to, I'm going to insult uh, someone with 10 times more charisma who's better looking than me. Okay, whatever. Now, <laughs> that little tangent. Now, this next one is kind of a depressing but a series of clips, but I thought it was important to include because if you're going to do any sort of retrospective on Tucker Carlson, this absolutely has to be included. So the Great Replacement is a white supremacist conspiracy theory that got started in France by a man named Renaud Camus. Uh, And proponents of this concept believe that governments of wealthy Western nations are purposefully flooding their countries with illegal immigrants to create a more docile population. And that docile population part comes from absolutely ridiculous uh, white supremacist theories that make no sense. And they're stupid and ridiculous. And Sadly, this narrative has been linked to several mass shooting events. The mass murder at the at a Pittsburgh synagogue in 2018. The killer at Christ Church, New Zealand. Um, both cited the Great Replacement Theory as motivation for their crimes. Uh, there was an attack on a Walmart in El Paso, Texas. That shooter also cited the Great Replacement. Uh, there was another man who opened fire at a synagogue in Poway, California, and then set fire to a mosque in Escondido, California, in 2019. He did both of those events. And he was also inspired by this ridiculous, horrible conspiracy theory. So Tucker Carlson aggressively promoted The Great Replacement on his program for months, even after he was called out for doing this by the Anti-Defamation League. And he also ripped on the Anti-Defamation League frequently. So the following clip is a montage of several different episodes And I kind of put what I would consider like the worst of them together. Uh, And again, I just save this. So I like saving receipts. So if he does this again, he whips this out again. Here's the evidence. Here's the proof. And it's very disturbing that you could link this to several mass shootings and that still didn't stop Tucker Carlson. This is why I feel the man is so dangerous. Us is the non-white people cheering the extinction of white people. That was on television. Think about that for a minute. It's hard to think about it, actually, because it's that evil. And if you wanted to encourage permanent racial division, maybe even violence in America, that is exactly how you would talk on television. These people are, but wait a second, you ask, what about the numbers? What happened to all those white people who are now missing from the census? Well, it turns out many of them perished in the opioid epidemic. Hundreds of thousands of young Americans, mostly from rural communities, dead from drug overdoses. If you... So Tucker Carlson's greatly exaggerating that. Um, 
We do have a problem with addiction and overdoses in this country. However, the reason why the white population has uh, contracted a bit has more to do with the birth rate because the overall population is 340 million. Um, so that's really what's causing it. And another thing that Fox News and the right wing in general never talk about is, uh, and I learned this in grad school, is that although the white population has dropped, one of the demographics that's exceedingly getting bigger and bigger every year, like uh, grew by leaps and bounds from the last census, was the mixed population. That is people who say they're more than one race. That's what the box they check off, which is basically white people and other races all mixing up together. And that's very American and a good thing. But anyway. Change the population of a country without the consent of the people who live there. Is that democracy? Doesn't that country belong to the people who live there? It's you're changing the population of America without the consent of Americans. You're doing it secretly on a huge scale and no one's noticing. How is this not an invasion? Come literally hysterical if you use the term replacement, if you suggest that the Democratic Party is trying to replace the current electorate, the voters now casting ballots with new people, more obedient voters from the third world. But they become hysterical because that's that's what's happening, actually. Let's just say it. That's mm. true. Mm. If if look, mm. if this was happening in your house, if you were in sixth grade, for example, and without telling you, your kid, your parents adopted a bunch of new siblings and gave them brand new bikes and let them stay mm. up later and help them with their homework and gave them twice the allowance that they gave you, you would say to your siblings, you know, I think we're being replaced by by kids that our parents love more. I included that because it's one of the weirdest analogies I've ever heard on Fox News by anyone. Like, he acts as if it's like a casual thing to just, like, go to the store and pick out a kid. Hey, look, I adopted this kid, and I bought him a bike, but I didn't buy you a bike. You're my biological kid, and I hate you. I love this new kid I bought at the store. I mean, that's how it kind of comes across. And it's, it's it, I just was like, dude, what is up with your weird baggage? Like, number one, the Great Replacement Theory is nonsense. But number two, like, what a bizarre way to describe it. Like, you know, when your your parents go get a kid that they like more than you. Which, by the way, if you know anything about Tucker Carlson's past, his mother was like an artist who abandoned him, moved to Europe, and then when she died, she left him and his sibling like a dollar each in her will. So there's some issues there. There's some issues. So every time they import a new voter, I become disenfranchised as a mm. current voter. So I don't mm. understand why we don't understand this. I mean, everyone wants to make a racial issue out of it. Ooh, the you know, white replacement theory. No, no, no. This is a voting rights question. I have less political power because they're importing a brand new electorate. Why should I sit back and take that? The power that I have yeah. as an American guaranteed at birth is one man, one vote, and they're diluting it. Okay, so wait. Diluting it, how is adding people diluting one man, one vote? It's still one man, one vote. What are you talking about? That doesn't even make any sense. And I also want to just knock a huge other, you know, thing out of this stupid theory. Uh, most immigrants, when you come to the United States, it can take years before you're a citizen. Years. Years and years and years. Even if you marry somebody, even if you get sponsored by an employer... It can t I have friends that have waited 10, 15, 20 years for the time that they enter the United States, go through all the steps to become a citizen. Some never do. Some never do. And they just have a green resident green card and that's they're fine with that.
So that was just bizarre. I also want to add, before you feel sorry for Tucker Carlson, for his mother abandoning him, which that did happen, uh, he was raised by a woman who was the heir to the Swanson frozen dinner like empire. So he was, he was raised in, among great wealth, and apparently stepmother stuck around. And I haven't heard that she was horrible or anything like that. But his biological mother did uh, leave him, and she was an artist in in Europe, and kind of a strange history. But yeah, you see it all the time with him, though, because it just kind of, like his testosterone, which we'll get to that later, his testosterone obsession and masculinity obsession, so strange, very odd man. This whole Tucker Carlson is now off Fox News feels like that moment in The Wizard of Oz where they're like, ding dong, the witch is dead. It, it's kind of an exorcism. It's like a deliverance. It's a release. And I'm, I'm glad that you're here with me <laughs> on this journey to uh, kind of remove Tucker Carlson from the universe. He'll be back. I have no doubt that he'll be back in some form. But he won't be on Fox News and he won't have 3.7 million viewers a night. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. So this next one. And I, I just want to joke uh, very quickly about Kat over at Media Matters. Because she was like rejoicing and they went out tonight and all that. And I, they live in D.C. I'm in NYC. So, of course, I couldn't join them. And I'm making this podcast so I couldn't join anybody. But anyway, uh, I'm working. But this next one. Uh, was another favorite of mine. It's one of the first ones I made when I, it's like this, I made this like the second week of this project. And I, I called it uh, Tucker Carlson and Putin, a love story in three acts. Act one, Tucker and Putin. February 22nd, 2022, two days before the Russian army invaded Ukraine. And that's the first act. What is this really about? Why do I hate Putin so much? Has Putin ever called me a racist? Has he threatened to get me fired for disagreeing with him? Has he shipped every middle-class job in my town to Russia? Did he manufacture a worldwide pandemic that wrecked my business and kept me indoors for two years? Is he teaching my children to embrace racial discrimination? Is he making fentanyl? Is he trying to snuff out Christianity? Does he eat dogs? These are fair questions, and the answer to all of them is no. Vladimir Putin didn't do any of that. So why does permanent Washington hate him so much? So that's act one. Tucker is madly in love with Vladimir Putin. Act two, two days later. So February 24th, 2022, Putin bad. The day of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Now watch how he pivots. Whatever it is, it's a tragedy because war always is a tragedy. And the closer you get to it, the more horrifying it seems. It's the ugliest thing that men do ever. Vladimir Putin started this war. So whatever the context of the decision that he made, he did it. He fired the first shots. He is to blame for what we're seeing tonight in Ukraine. Act three. This is a week later. March 3rd, 2022. A woman is to blame. Kamala Harris. So this situation appears to become more chaotic by the day, possibly even spinning out of control. And that, we must be honest, is shocking to us. We've been taken by surprise by the whole thing. We're not the only ones who were, but we're willing to admit it. The only thing more embarrassing than being wrong in your estimates is pretending that you weren't. So why didn't we see this coming, this total loss of control? Well, because we assumed that if things were dire, serious people would be involved in fixing them. 
But we looked up and we saw Kamala Harris involved. And that reassured us. So that was March 3rd, 2022, and Tucker Carlson was blaming the Ukraine war on Vice President Kamala Harris. Because why not? Does her name even come up now in regards to that war? I don't think so. And again, this is right after it happened. We were getting those horrible images of civilians being killed and cities being bombed. And Tucker Carlson's like, it's Kamala Harris's fault. And like, t- and he went right back to his love affair with Vladimir Putin. Tucker Carlson loves a good dictator. He loves a good dictator who doesn't like gay people. So that would be Vladimir Putin, Viktor Orban, and uh, Jair Bolsonaro down in Brazil. All three of them fit that category or want to be dictator, close to be dictator, whatever. That's Tucker Carlson's people. So this next one is a clip of some of his like racist comments, but some of these are very specific and there's good reasons why I included them. Again, this is a deliverance. We're putting it out to the universe. The goofy clip comes at the end. So it's right after this one. This is just Tucker Carlson saying horrible things. We need to have a conversation about, and by conversation we mean you shut up, I talk. We need to have a conversation about how racist you are, which is very racist. Shut up, racist. So what it really means is the EPA is going to spread more identity politics and race hate. So let's say you were to make identity politics mandatory in your country, as they have. How could you be surprised when that leads, as it inevitably will, to white identity politics? That's the classic, you made me hit you sort of response that abusers use of like, I wasn't, you know, there weren't white nationalists until you start bringing up the fact that racism existed. How dare you? Classic Tucker Carlson logic there. Really, that's why I included it. Really bizarre. He also liked to say racist all the time. Like, you're a racist, you're a racist, you're a racist. It was to leave, like mock the concept that racism even exists. White supremacy, blah, 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 blah. Are they poisoning the wells? Are they baking bread with the blood of your children? Okay, when he said that, it was during a monologue about Tiffany Cross, who's a black woman who was ultimately fired by MSNBC, but this was before she got fired. He made that comment. That is a very specific comment about blood libel that is very specific to the Jewish community. That is an anti-Semitic remark. Uh, For hundreds of years in Europe, this myth that Jewish people baked the blood of Christian children in their ritual bread that would be matzah was actually believed by people in Europe. and, And Jews actually died because of that. So that is not funny. I don't know why you would include it. It's horribly anti-Semitic. And he, he, that was a toss away. That was an aside. And I audibly, I screamed. I screamed and stopped my computer. I couldn't believe he said it. This next reference I also screamed at because it's very specific. It's about World War II. I'm just going to play it and then break it down. Not since Franklin Roosevelt colluded with Joseph Stalin has an American president done anything like that. So that one was also an aside that was just tossed away by him. Most people probably didn't even catch it. I screamed my head off, stopped my computer, and just said, you got to be kidding me. What did he just say there? Not since a U.S. president aligned themselves with Joseph Stalin has blah, blah, blah. Wait a second. Why did the U.S. align with Joseph Stalin, the Soviet Union? To defeat Nazis. He says it's like a bad thing. Like, not defeating Nazis is a bad thing. Why would Tucker Carlson say such a thing? I don't know. Maybe because he's trying to appeal to his Nazi base. I This man drove me crazy. This man drove me crazy. Stalin was bad, but Hitler was worse. I'm, just, I, you know, 
Come on. Come on. Hitler would have killed everybody. Just, I can't even. I can't even. But someone better alert Jonathan Greenblatt at the ADL so he can denounce the Democratic Party. And if you pay him enough, he will, because that's how that works. So what Tucker's saying there is if you pay the Jewish man more money, he'll do your... I mean, I'm just losing my mind. That just anti-Semitism, just stop it. Jonathan Greenblatt does amazing work at the ADL. Please just stop it, stop it, stop it. Now, this next person is Nick Fuentes, the white nationalist. And I included it because he's praising Tucker. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. I said with Tucker, you know, Tucker, I respect him because he talked about the ADL and population replacement. But even his show can never go all the way because it's on Fox News. I don't think a Fox News show is ever going to go all the way. Tucker got pretty close and lots of credit to him. This is exactly why it scares me that Tucker Carlson will now actually be a free agent because he might get much, much worse. But maybe his audience won't be so big. I don't know. It. The whole thing is just... And it, for now, we're free. For now, we're free. For now, we're free. That's all I have to say about it. So if you were to go onto Amazon to read books by a man who is in the news and whose ideas are directly bearing on world events, you look for a guy called Alexander Dugin. Dugin is one of Russia's most famous authors and political philosophers. He doesn't work for the government. He doesn't work for Vladimir Putin. And Amazon banned him because he's like, they don't allow you to sell like hate, basically. Alexander Dugin is a neo-Nazi who is like advocating for like the slaughter of the Ukrainian people. So imagine doing this day in and day out with Tucker Carlson and why you'd kind of start to lose your mind. I don't know. I don't know how I haven't with this gig. Anyway, anyway, more Tucker Carlson. Because the media for the last several years have pushed Rwanda style race hatred on the entire population. Just over two years ago that a violent ex-con called George Floyd got arrested in Minneapolis for trying to pass a counterfeit $20 bill and promptly died of a fentanyl OD, or at least that's what the medical examiner apparently determined. I don't think we're allowed to say that. So, so if you're ever wondering why your crazy uncle thinks that George Floyd died of a fentanyl overdose and not, I don't know, a police officer kneeling on his neck for like nine minutes, that's where they got it from. He's that bad. You can't even believe the stuff this man says. Next one, just as bad. They're continuing to tell you in the face of all available evidence that the mass murder you saw over the weekend in Buffalo was inspired by hateful right-wing rhetoric when in fact that mass murder was committed by someone with diagnosed mental illness. Okay, so he's talking about the mass murderer in Buffalo, New York. And actually, the mass murderer was quite open about why he committed such a horrible, horrible act. And he actually said, and I'm going to quote him directly, to prevent the elimination of the white race. So, yeah, that would sound like the Great Replacement, sort of. So, Tucker Carlson, again, just making things up. It's white supremacy free speech. You're a racist, 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 racist. That's always the first sign of a... Racist. Over time, preparing yet another story about how this show is racist because we support national borders. And if that sounds like a familiar attack, well, because it is. Not people you'd want to have dinner with. Anyway, the New York Times is calling us racist again, and we're still on the air, which shows you how well it works. No, you're not on the air anymore, Tucker Carlson. You're not on the air anymore. <laughs> that's why I picked that clip. <laughs> I was going through all these clips, and I found that. I was like, oh, that's the clip. That's the clip, and it's going at the end. You're not on the air anymore, Tucker Carlson, and the world is a better place. Birds sing uh, higher notes, and the sun shines brighter, and water tastes better, and so does the air. And and the sun will shine brighter, at least for the brief moments until you repeat. 
uh, come back to some form of media. Oh my goodness. Now the next one is just Tucker Carlson being creepy. We could just make fun of him. Here you go. The normal testosterone level who's willing to just say, no, you're not allowed to do this. And if you do, we're going to spank you hard. So you don't do it again. Woo! Do you feel dirty hearing that? Thank you for having us. Thanks for having me. Never done an interview with human blood on the floor, <laughs> and I like it. Should we get in a nuclear war with Russia? You're working for Putin. And they completely emasculated. You take it like a man. Who have honor and dignity, who have high testosterone levels, they're all gone now. So in your mind's eye, you think of the people who cause disasters as being, you know, testosterone swollen dictators. I do not judge people who have predilections. Tucker Carlson seems a little obsessed with spanking people. He says spanking all the time and testosterone and masculinity. And there's weird BDSM uh, references that show up all the time and things that he says that are very odd. Punishment, lots of punishment, very odd. Somebody said, do you think he has a closet? I said, I think he has a dungeon. I, you know, I don't know. I don't judge. I don't care. What I have an issue with is the fact that he may or may not have a kink or two or five, but that he judges other people who are gay, who are trans, who maybe don't get married, all of that. Like, dude, you should not be judging anybody. Nobody's normal. Everybody's got things that are unusual. Just let people be who they are and just stop the hate because it doesn't help. It doesn't help anybody. It just pushes you know, demons deeper inside of them. And, and I'm just going on a tangent, but you know, we are free. We are free of Tucker Carlson, free of Tucker Carlson. It may be for only a very short period of time before he, if he owns, he has a studio, he's a full television studio in Maine. If Fox news paid for it, it might get shuttered and this is, and it'll take him a minute. If he owns it, if it's his property and he pays the taxes on it and all of that fun stuff and he owns it, he could rev it up and be ready to go before you know it with some other network or his own network or whatever. And, oh, yeah. But yes, the sun, the sun shines brighter today. The air is sweeter. The birds sing higher. Everything is glorious because Tucker Carlson is not on the air. <laughs> he does not have 3.7 million people to to poison their minds right now. And that is a beautiful thing. I don't know how long it'll last. But that is a beautiful thing. So we, we will rejoice and celebrate for now. And it is funny because my entire extended family thinks I did it. And I'm like, oh my goodness, no. No, it was the Dominion lawsuit, people. What are you thinking? Not only that, but there was also... Several other people that report on Fox, and they're wonderful people. Media Matters, Aaron Rupar, Akeen, a b bunch of other people, uh, people at Daily, the Daily Beast, um, and everybody doing this type of work. And I, I honestly think it was a Dominion lawsuit, of course. But we're very, very happy that he's off the air. I think it can speak for all of us that we are happy that he's off the air. I don't want to watch him. I don't want to watch him. He makes me nuts, as you can see, as you can see. But thank you for listening. Again, if you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so at my Patreon. It's Decoding Fox News. You can become a paid subscriber. It would mean the world to me. If you can't, that's fine. The best thing you can do if you can't uh, subscribe is to share the podcast with a friend on any sort of social media platform. That always helps, and I can tell when people share it, and that's great. Or you can like the, the episode. That's also wonderful. That also helps tremendously. Um, and thank you so much for listening. Uh, Odin at times was on my lap during this podcast. 
Uh, Thor is sleeping. They were making noise. They had to re-record parts of it because they were running around because they have the zoomies because they're cats and it's late at night. And um, I'm exhausted. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you at the next podcast, which will be tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not delirious. I am delirious. Thank you. Thank you.